This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, June 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. U.S., Canadian, and Mexican agriculture leaders meet in Georgia. Dowd gets key ag support on Capitol Hill, and ag sector opposes Trump crackdown on Cuba. And what may be a precursor to NAFTA negotiations that are expected soon, the top U.S., Canadian, and Mexican agriculture officials will meet in Savannah, Georgia, tomorrow. USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue, Canadian Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley, and Mexican Secretary of Agriculture Jose Calzada Riverosa will be touring the Savannah port and then visiting a local farm that produces onions, sweet corn, and sweet potatoes. A manager at Herndon County Farms, where Perdue, McCauley, and Calzada will be holding a press conference, says the farm exports some of its crops to Mexico but not to Canada. After Savannah, Purdue is expected to head to Iowa, where he'll meet up with President Donald Trump, U.S. Ambassador to China, and former Iowa Governor Terry Branstad, and Iowa Agriculture Secretary Bill Northey. Trump is expected to speak in Iowa about agriculture innovation and visit a community college that is training students to use new technology on farms. Dowd gets key ag support on Capitol Hill. President Donald Trump's choice to be the next chief agriculture negotiator for the U.S. Trade Representative is already getting praise from a former boss and fellow Kansas native. Quoting Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman Pat Roberts Friday, the senator said, I'm pleased President Trump has nominated Greg Dowd to serve as the chief agriculture negotiator in the office of the U.S. Trade Representative. Roberts said, I frequently hear from farmers and ranchers that trade tops their list of priorities. I'm confident that Greg's experience with the global agriculture sector and his Kansas common sense will serve American agriculture well. Much of that experience was as a senior aide to the Senate Agriculture Committee, where he spent about three years helping to draft the 2014 Farm Bill. Before that, Dow was the chief economist for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Ag sector opposes Trump crackdown on Cuba. The ag community has rallied around Trump priorities like cutting away regulatory burdens on farmers and ranchers, but the president's trade agenda continues to spur pushback. First, Trump pulled the U.S. out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership, a 12-nation pact that was expected to boost ag trade. Next, the president announced he would follow through with campaign promises to either renegotiate or pull the U.S. out of NAFTA. Then on Friday... Trump announced he was rolling back several Obama administration efforts to strengthen the ties between the U.S. and Cuba. USA Rice Federation, the National Corn Growers Association, the American Farm Bureau Federation, the National Farmers Union, U.S. Grains Council, U.S. Wheat Associates, and others all reacted immediately, announcing concern. While the new policy directives rolled out by the White House did not appear to directly impact U.S. ag exports to Cuba, American farmers have been counting on warmer relations with the country to help increase trade. Cuba should be an easy market for U.S. corn farmers. Instead, that market has gone to our competitors, costing us an estimated $125 million in lost opportunity each year. That the word of Wesley Spurlock, president of the National Corn Growers Association. If trade with Cuba were normalized, it would represent our 11th largest market for corn. Instead, we have just 11% market share at a country only 90 miles from our border. At a time when the farm economy is struggling, we ask our leaders in Washington not to close doors on market opportunities for American agriculture. 
Representative Rick Crawford, an Arkansas Republican who has been working to try to make Cuba an importer of U.S. rice again, had a particularly sharp reaction to the new Cuban policies. Crawford said, I strongly oppose President Trump's decision to reinstate a failed, outdated, and isolationist posture towards Cuba. This policy change is not just a missed opportunity for rural America, which would greatly benefit from increased access to the island's $2 billion agriculture import market. Farm Bill veteran joins National Wildlife Federation. Chris Adamo, who spent years on Capitol Hill advising Democrats and Republicans on land conservation, is taking a job with the National Wildlife Federation. After helping to write the 2014 Farm Bill and then spending two years in the Obama administration as chief of staff for the White House Council on Environmental Quality, Adamo will join the NWF as a senior fellow for conservation innovation. The National Wildlife Federation says he'll be working with state affiliates and regional offices to develop innovative approaches for recovering America's wildlife populations and working with farmers and local governments to advance watershed-scale restoration priorities. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, June 19th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod Watkins Southern Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.